This episode is brought to you by The Lay Down G, a hair frizz reduction product you can learn more about at illfreezerealms.com and also on Facebook and Instagram at illfreezerealms, and that's realms with a Z. This is a small city. Just north of the big city. Built on brickyards, factories, and small businesses. With a rich history and strong roots. And this is a podcast. That serves to tell our story. Share our experience. And celebrate our community. This. This. Is Beacon. On this episode of the hashtag join the conversation series. We're joined by Megan and Mike with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. We discuss their ties to Beacon, the often unspoken topic of suicide, and their upcoming event, Hike for Hope, happening on Saturday, May 21st, held right here at Mount Beacon. Without further ado, this is Megan and Mike. All right, welcome back everybody to This is Beacon. This is Brooke. This is Ruben. This is Brianna. This and, is Megan. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I, I like that. I like that. You didn't this even need the intro. <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome, Megan and Mike, to This is Beacon. Um, to get a little bit about you guys, let's just jump right ahead um, about your backgrounds and getting to know you a little bit more. Um, Megan, starting with you, give us a little bit about your background, where are you from, your family life, what's going on there? So I am from Beacon. Um, I was born and raised in Beacon. Um, okay, I, when you say born and raised, where were, what hospital were you born in? Okay. Okay. I was born in New York City and then I moved to Beacon when I was like zero. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, I I was born at the Highland Hospital that was here in Beacon, which is no longer. So I'm always curious because just because you were born when the hospital was here doesn't mean that you're actually born at that hospital either. So I'm always curious, like how early, early, but okay. From zero. So you're a transplant. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding, kidding, kidding. But so if you're born and raised here, tell us about your schools, because this is also a fun one. What elementary school did you attend? Okay. So I went to a private school in Fishkill, St. Mary's, um, from pre-K to eighth grade. And then I went to Beacon High School. Mm. Oh, so that, that, that was quite the transition, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> Do you remember what that felt like going into the, because you were in the old high school, I'm assuming? Do you remember that transition into the old high school then? Because it wasn't exactly. Well, so I actually was one of the first classes to be in the new high school. Oh. I think one or second year. I don't know. But um, it was, I loved it. I mean, all my friends were from Beacon. You know, I used to leave school meet everyone at Ron Bout Middle School. We would walk to Ron's and get the curly fries and ice cream. So I was ready. I was ready to go to Beacon High School. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ron's food, if you have not tried it, I think that is like a like a hidden gem. Hidden, hidden, hidden gem. Yes, it is. Food. Yeah. 
So I love that you said that, like, Ron. So like, I was thinking, like, ice cream. But when you hit with the curly fries, yes, you you know the hidden gem of Ron's for sure. Um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, your spare time. When you're not working, when you're not giving, giving back, what are you doing uh, for fun? So... I exercise. Um, I like to take walks, go hiking. Um, I also just really like to relax um, and watch like right now the home edit (laughs) on Netflix Um, and spend time with my husband and my friends. Yeah, no, I, I, we can be friends because you're on my level. Yeah. (laughs) Relaxing is, is, is a must have for sure. So Mike, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us about where you're from, your background. I'm from Beacon. I wasn't born there, but I was, I pretty much moved there when I was like one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I just was raised there. I went to South Avenue, Roundabout and Beacon High. All right. Well, well, we we could definitely give you to raise the roof on that. We're we're also products of South Avenue too. And here, me and my sister, you know. (laughs) A lot of fun times there, you know. I still have friends that I went to school with elementary school till this day. You know, we still talk all the time. It's pretty awesome, you know. Even if people moved away or not, everybody still connects with one another, even that far back, you know, 25 plus years ago which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, we talk about that a lot on, on this podcast about um, even though when people move out of the community, like the connection that they still feel to Beacon, like we have friends in like other states and like they'll, they'll reminisce, bring up stories or just want to come back. Yeah. Or even they do come back around like Spirit of Beacon type uh, timing and stuff like that. So Yeah, they're like, oh, I'll be in Beacon this weekend. All right, I'll meet up with you. We'll go somewhere, you know, always hang out. You know, it's kind of cool, you know, even going that far back. Yeah, especially now. And then when they come here, it's like, all right, yeah, understand. This is probably, you can't be doing the things yeah. that you were doing when you left. You know, this, yeah, this, yeah. Is, a, this is a new city, you know. And, and ju- just to see, like, some of some of their surprise, like, some place that you could take them, they're like, what, you have an arcade on Main Street or you got this now, you know. Like, uh, so it, it's pretty cool in that respect. I'm glad I was able to grow with the times, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you guys think back to your to your upbringing, like what are some of the things that most um, surprise you or that you're like most excited about in the changes that we've had locally? Everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, the one thing I think is um, I remember being younger and it would be like eight o'clock on a Friday night on Main Street and there'd be no one out except for like drug dealers, you know, but um, now it's completely opposite. You know, there's everyone. But the only thing is you don't know who it is. You don't know anybody anymore. That's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I used to hear a lot, of, a, 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 lot, a lot of conversations I would have, like some of the, uh, I don't want to call them old timers, but like the more seasoned people in Beacon, they used to always like, say this uh, reference to say, I remember when I could just throw a bowling ball all the way down the, uh, the middle of Main Street, you know, and not hit nobody or no car. You know? Nobody. There wouldn't be a soul out. Even yeah. at seven, eight o'clock on a Friday night, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, I take some pride, though. Uh, I get a little territorial when I see people in Beacon who are like, oh, I go to Beacon. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we were here before it was all of this, but it's yeah. so beautiful now. It is, and, and they've done a great job with it. Well, I guess as for me... Um, my free time, I 
obviously relax, hang on my wife, try to see different places, try to see a different, try a new restaurant or so. And just, I guess really just relax in a way. I work a lot, so it feels nice to just give your body a chance of relaxation for a little bit for the day or two you get, you know, um, and that's pretty much it. I, I think we're all in the same boat on that, that relaxing, you know, um, if anyone knows me, I'm big on trying to take a nap, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I still try to get my midday naps in when I can, you know, so, and, and I find it nice. very refreshing. So, and, and another thing you, you mentioned about restaurants, you know, my, my, my wife loves to go on restaurants too. That that's like one of the benefits now, you know, like, you usually have to travel far with with just the Hudson Valley as a whole, with all the new breweries and restaurants and stuff that are around. Uh, you don't have to travel that far anymore to experience something that that's yeah. probably going to blow your mind. You know, you I remember probably like 15 years ago, 20 years ago, it was like uh, try, trying to get that date to go down to the city. When like now it's yeah. like not now now you find a great spot right there in Beacon, right in Fishville, right across the water. You know, so that that's one of the good pluses. That is, it really is. It's nice you don't have to go so far, and something something's always opening up. Um, like before you even know it, oh, there's a new restaurant. All right, I guess we got to try it out. You know, you you just shared a pro tip. Make sure you try it out because yeah, sometimes sometimes there's a revolving door in some of these storefronts, you know. And then yeah, and and, and I hear it all the time, like oh, I wanted to go there, I, I wanted to go uh, try that try that um, business out, you know. And then the next thing you know. Poof, there's another business there already. So yeah, it's true. You see something, go support local. Help you to stay around. It. Cool. Yeah, definitely. And so so today we're going to dive into uh, both of you guys have a passion and have um, dedicated your efforts to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So, uh, you know, Megan, why don't you, for folks that are unfamiliar or don't know much about the organization, just give us a little bit of background around the organization and the efforts. So it's really to raise awareness uh, for suicide prevention, but also to advocate um, and bring more awareness for mental health overall, right? Like kind of go against the stigma with mental health. Uh, there are so many resources on the website, uh, whether you've lost someone to suicide, whether you struggle yourself, um, or even if you just want to be knowledgeable and know how to help someone, um, like warning signs, what are some protective factors, risk factors, um, the website they, the whole organization does a phenomenal job, but the website has all that information. Yeah. And, uh, and so Mike, tell me what brought you to the organization? How'd you get introduced to it? Honestly, Megan, I've always wanted to help out like, like an organized event or just help out with, in some way. And Megan brought it up to me and I was, I was actually thinking about this before and I was like, how did we get on the phone with Maria that one day? You know, like before, you know, it, I'm on the phone with this lady from the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention and Megan. And then here we are. I was really just trying to brainstorm before how it built up because I know Megan wanted to help out. And I said, I'd love to help out do that. And before, you know, it, we were kind of thrown into it in a way, which was. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people that may be kind of familiar, right? Like you have this inkling, you're interested, you're curious, 
Um, but you two took action. So Megan, you know, what, what got your, got your passion started? Like what got you to like really move into action with this? So other, so I am in the field, right. Of mental health. Um, and so I had, I had like the underlying passion already, Um, But unfortunately, in December 22nd of 2018, my cousin died by suicide. So following that, um, so I participate as someone who lost someone. Um, And I started out doing the out of darkness walks, um, because it's not always like a hike for hope. Uh, so the first two years I did an out of darkness walk and I participated in it and Stewie came and, you know, that's kind of how, <laughs> um, yeah. and then it evolved cause I kind of wanted to take more action and, um, run an event. And that's when Stewie jumped in and said he would help out. Um, so, so this is the second year of hike for hope. Uh, but last year we did. Uh, because May is Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, and it was COVID. Well, it still is COVID, but, you know. Um, So last year, we did all month of May, and it wasn't, like, one set event. It was you hike on your own, you, like, kind of take a picture, send it in, and there was, like, different ways to raise awareness. Um, But this year, we're doing it one day. Yeah, last year was pretty cool, like, because when we – first started organizing it. It was in the winter and we weren't sure if we were going to be allowed outside or, you know, can big groups go together? So we just did a whole month long where you can hike wherever you want. Well, we had a list of like 10 suggested hikes and we just put our flyers out and everything. And that worked out really well. And then this year we're like, we want to do one, one day, one event, see how it goes pretty much. Because we're obviously allowed. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I love that because one, I think, you know, there's a testament to your character that, you know, last year you guys pivoted and like did what you could from where you were. And that meant, you know, and we've done similar with our run. Our run has gone virtual since uh, the start of the pandemic. Hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, we come back live this year. Um on the heels of your hike. Um, but it definitely speaks to your, your passion there. Um, and I think the other thing too, you know, Megan, um, when you shared your loss, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I don't know if there's many people out there that, that don't have a story of suicide, that don't have a connection of suicide. And I think when you are in that space, or at least for me, when I'm in that, when I have been affected, the first question for me has always been, you know, like, what could I, should I, would I have done differently? Like that kind of like comes back to you. So I think, and, and it can be a very isolating experience, a very like, um, you know, you internalize a lot, you go in. So I can only imagine at these events, you know, whether it is the walks, like the out of darkness, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's, sorry. I think that's what's great about the organization is that's pretty much just, um, it brings up a topic that nobody really wants to talk about. And then even through our experiences of dropping flyers off and putting up signs and uh, talking to people, you don't realize how many people actually are affected by it, where you really aren't um, alone, where there's so many people, and not even if one person 
there's just so many more connecting factors to that person that, you know, if that's the right way to put it, but that one person connects to so many other people and everyone gets affected by it and you're not the only one. So that's the whole big thing about the hike, which is nice because it helps people understand that, I think, or help right. put it out there. And come together. And, come together, and, yeah. And kind of raise awareness, but in the same time, it's like, for me, obviously, it's a healing process. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm all about turning like kind of negative things and putting my energy into something positive, even with the loss. Um, so it, you know, and just like Suey said, like when you come together, like the first out of darkness walk, there was so many people and you're just like, okay. <laughs> um, but like you said, it could be isolated. Um, because a suicide death is definitely different than, you know, losing someone to cancer or, you know, so um, it's, you know, that is one of the good things about the organization. It allows people to have a voice and uh, be able to express themselves and not feel alone. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think what I like about your guys' story and like, just, just hearing you guys talk, it, it kind of, um, I, I, I relate to it because I just think about like, man, how did I, how did I get into the space of mental health, or how did I get into the space of, of doing these series of our hashtag join the conversations, and and I'm definitely glad that you guys are participating in it this year because I think we started it last year with the whole month of May where all of our episodes were based around like mental health uh, awareness, but also like in a specialty, and I don't think we had suicide prevention as one of ours. But um, but 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 our four, but uh, we when we did a rock out for mental health in 2019, we wanted to destigmatize prevention, intervention, and wellness. You know, so um, you check off one of our prongs, and um, just like you were saying, Mike, you're like, you know, I was just, you're not sure how you end up on the phone or how you end up. Like, yeah. I, I I just know that I just remember the lady Tina. I don't know how I met her. I don't know how I talked with her. It went from just talk with her and helping her participate with these, uh, with the NAMI ribbons that we still do today on, on main street and Beacon and which led, uh, into the rock out for mental health. And once you start having these conversations, you start talking, you start to realize, yeah, no, you aren't alone. You know, you start to see how many people are affected. And then you realize how, like, I don't know, everyone has sort of how important it is just to have these conversations. So uh, I think the, the work that you guys are doing is, is highly important. And, and I definitely applaud that. And uh, especially for you, Megan, willing to share your story of of, of, of personal experience, you know, because I know that, that that's definitely tough. Like you, and like you said, you're you're healing yourself. But um, I, I think as far as uh what, what we're trying to accomplish here, uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully bringing back the rock out for mental health and then just keep that conversation going and, and keep uh that spirit of it's okay to talk about. You know, yeah. and, and, and I think that's that's where I, I kind of like just dial in and try to educate myself to where um, if I if I don't know or I don't want to lead anyone the wrong path, but at least give them that one path of uh, somewhere to go when they are experiencing an issue. Cool. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. And so when you guys think about the hike for hope, um, you know, one, I have to ask. You know, was Mount Beacon always the goal? Did you consider, I know you said you gave out like 10 locations last time. <laughs> Did you consider any other? 
Um, of course, because we were going to run down the list, um, but I think we're most familiar with it. I mean, that's our thing. We've always hiked up there since we were younger. And our, um, the lady that we just, that we talked to through the organization wanted a hike and we're like, well, we got one for you. So, cause yeah. some of, some of the hikes that were lit or some of the places listed last year, there were hikes, but some of them were like really just strolls in the park, you know, mm-hmm. per se. Right. And she wanted an all out hike. So that was pretty much, that's my thought on it. Right. And, it, and you know, we're obviously from Beacon. Uh, my cousin who passed away, um, him and his twin brother lived up the road for me in Beacon. It, so there's like just like that just made sense to us. Um, also, like Mike said that, you know, we wanted a hike. We wanted a real hike. You know, physical activity is a big thing. It is one of the best coping skills, right? Um, so we want to promote wellness, uh, and you know, we, you know, people got to put in some work on, you know, how how good does it feel by when you get up there? How good does it feel? Once you get up by the casino, you're like, I did it. You're sweating. It just, you can sit down and enjoy the view for about 10 minutes before you have to go back down. Yeah. It's all worth it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had to ask, though, because I think a lot of people do, you know, with the new folks coming in, um, I remember we had a conversation with Carmen um, Johnson, and she had said, oh, the amount of people that come in with their heels on saying, hey, I'm going to go hike that mountain, and I have to explain to them, you better stop at mountaintops first. Um, But I think also is, you know, everything that you just described, like, you know, the exertion that, you know, it is a real hike right? So you're delivering on the promise of a hike for hope. But the other thing that came to mind with Mount Beacon is just like Beacon being the light and it being the hike for hope. Like it just like, it's like the perfect, the perfect marriage there. It's like, where else would you hike but Beacon? I like that. It's true. Yeah. You could take that one. You take that one. That's the reason why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So for folks that, you know, that are going to participate. Like we talked about it, not being a, a beginner's hike. So if you really are not in the best of shape and you know, it's a, you know, it's a bit of a, you know, I think it's a level two hike, I would call it like a level two hike. So I think like, so you're looking for someone who's going to make it to the mountain, make it up the mountain. So check yourself there. Is there anyone else that you're like gearing towards targeting that you want to participate for the hike for hope? Just anyone um, to come and hike. I mean, so it is It is not just to the Overlook. It is to the Fire Tower. So it's 4.4 miles altogether. I normally just go to the Overlook. Again, I've done the hike a million times. I think for this purpose, it makes most sense to go all the way to the Fire Tower. Obviously, people, if they don't want to go all the way, that's totally up to them. Um, for people who may not be able to participate, you can still like spread the word, you know, share on Facebook, Instagram, donate, or if they really want to participate in something, they can do like an out of, uh, darkness walk. Um, so, and, and that's all on the website. Like you go to a chapter, New York, um, you know, I think the one that I 
participated in. There's one over the walk, the Hudson walkway. What am walk, I trying to say? Walkway over the Hudson. Yes. There's yeah, one yeah. on that. I don't know the date for that, but that is always every year. Um, there's one in Putnam County in October. Um, so, you know, for anyone who the hike may not be for, um, but they still want to participate by being active, they can definitely participate in other ways. All right. And just shout out for right now, the, the website that they, they would go to to find out. Um, AFSP.org. All right. And we will add those in the show notes, but it's all right to throw it out there. And, um, cause, cause we're talking about it and like, you might, I'm getting a little excited. What is the day of the hike? What's the date for the um, Mount Beacon? May 21st. And you're going to start in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think registration, if you don't register online, is at 8. And yep. then the hike should begin around 9, 9.30, Megan? 9 o'clock. Yeah, 9 o'clock the hike should start. So if you just show up at 9, that's fine too. But we should be out there around 8 o'clock that morning uh, setting up. We'll probably be there earlier. Most likely, yeah. <laughs> Spoken okay. like a true organizer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and With Brianna, I'll, Brianna, I'll put that in my pocket planner. <laughs> That's another yeah. inside joke of how lack of technology I am. There you go. And then you know the other thing too you mentioned is that you're gonna go to the fire tower, and I'm telling you now, Megan, Mike. I can't tell you how many people that have like, oh my God, I went up Mount Beacon. It's so beautiful. It's this and that. And then I say, oh, did you go over to the fire tower? And they're like, where is it? What was that? I totally missed it. And I'm like, oh man, that was like a whole nother thing. And it's literally right there. So yeah. it's great that you guys are adding that in. Um, I think folks will definitely get a lot out of that. Um, and then also too, for folks who maybe have gone up to the mountain, but you're one of those I'm telling you, many people who are like, I don't know where it is. Well, here is a guided tour that will make you make it, make sure that you get there. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been to the fire tower, but we're going to make it there. We'll make it there. Especially that last hall. You know, that last hall is the worst part, but we'll be fine. Yeah, and, and, and for the people who want to participate, who, who make that hike uh, to the Overlook, from the Overlook to that last piece that, that Mike is mentioning, that, that, that that's like more of a flat, nice, more of a hike and, and, and walk. So it's, it's, it's yeah. a little bit rewarding uh, once you make it to the overlook for, for that walk. And I, I don't know, I'd have, I'd have to question Brooks, it's right there, because I think it's, yeah, it's, a, it's there, but it's quite a distance away. I mean, it's, you can see it. You can. <laughs> It's, it's over there. Yeah. You can see it from the ground, too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. it's going to be a nice little addition to the hike, you know, so we're going to make it. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be a great day. I think you're going to yeah. have a great turnout. And uh, yeah. like I said, I, I'm looking forward to it already. Good, good. I, I can only hope, you know, we can only hope there's a good turnout. Mm -hmm. and yeah, so, um, oh, go ahead. For, um, so what we're doing is there's teams. So people can create a team or they can just register as their individual self. Um, but like for me, I have my team under my cousin's name and then, you know, like my friends go under that or my family. Um, and that's kind of how like some people have been doing it. If they're doing it in honor of someone who's passed or just, I, you know, something different. 
Um, so when you register, it will say like register under a team um, or create a team and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, in a lot of ways, like what you what you're describing, you know, it just continues to build upon this. You know, it's it's really like a it can be a very healing activity to do, you know, and it's, you know, for folks that feel that they, you know, you want to take action. This is something that's very action oriented and, you know, being at the event, participating in the, participating in the event. I love, I love that because I think so often like you run to a workshop or you run to something and then you leave with all this homework (laughs) and it's like, Oh, now I have to go do all this other stuff. Like, but that's why I came here. Whereas like, this is like, it's that direct shot in the arm, right? Like, it's like, you're going, you participate and like, that's the celebration. Like that's the, that's the point is to move yourself into action and be in community with others. And, you know, the adding that little touch of like dedicating your hype to someone, um, I think that's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice that you can do that, set it up like that. Yeah. And so if folks are listening right now and they're like, hey, like, I want to join your team. I want to get involved with you guys and what you do. Um, What do you suggest? You know, where can they go to be to get in touch? You know, outside of the hike, how can they reach out to you all? Um, So, I mean, they can reach out to us. Uh, we've had people interested in like volunteering in other ways. And I'm like, oh, I'm just a volunteer. So let me direct you. Um, Maria, um, I don't know how to say her last name, is the head person of Hudson Valley uh, in this area. So I could always provide that number. Um, and she could, you know, if anyone wants to get involved in other ways. Yeah. yeah that's Aaron, awesome. Like our information's obviously on the postcards the flyers the signs um and what we notice also there's a qr code that brings you right to the site that we have and i've noticed since last year that was a big hit and there's a lot of people that still email us today like oh what can we do can we help and that's still because i accidentally left a couple signs up from last year and we're still getting feedback from that from other people and it's been really nice like people from all over the place have seen them. And yeah, it's, oh, we'll hang our signs up over here. We'll do this, uh, mail them to me. I'll try to come, whatever. So there's been a lot of positive uh, feedback and outreach from it. Yeah, I love that. Um, and the other thing too, you know, I know we keep mentioning the site, but again, like folks, it'll be in the show notes, but I definitely um, encourage everyone to go out and check out the site and download and, and review the resources that are there because, you know, I think everything from, you know, statistics are out there, but also like how to have a conversation, what should you know, things like that, um, where I, I I have to say, I just don't feel like this type of information is, you know, as readily accessible, you know, um, it just, it feels like it's one of those things that you don't, you don't think that, that this information exists, you know, again, to that like isolating feeling like this only happens, happened to me or in my family or in my network. And then where do I go for help? Where do I go for resources? And like the website is stacked full. Yeah, the website has everything on it. But I also like what you were getting at was 
I just think it's just a tough conversation to bring up in general. Um, and I think that's why, like, I think a lot of people with this subject just would rather not talk about it. And if somehow it does get brought up, we'll talk about it. But I think that's just my opinion on it. It's not, it's not a light conversation to, to talk. I mean, it's just not in general. When you get down to really thinking about what you're really doing here, you know? But yeah, I think are, a lot of topics, I, I think a lot of topics when you come into the space like mental health, they are tough conversations, you know? Yeah. Um, that, that's why we, we label this, join the conversation to let people know it's, it's something that we have to talk about, whether you, you, you like it or not. Yeah. It, it has to be brought up. So one question that I have for uh, you guys, um, because it's something that is definitely now um, people are pushing or we're talking about and we're trying to change the mindset when we talk about like destigmatize. What what is one thing I don't, I don't want to say myth, but what is one thing that people say all the time that that in in what, what you guys know now you you just wish they didn't say or like is, is there something that that's being said in a way when it comes to this topic of suicide where it's like at, if if I hear it I can say yo you know what that that's that's not what we should that's not how you should say or that's not how you should refer to it is is, is there like a common something like right. that so so um correct terminology uh, is to say died by suicide. People may say committed suicide, um, but when people say committed suicide, it, it leads to the assumption that the person um, did something wrong um, and and harsh. So uh, when it, it's the correct terminology would be died by suicide uh, to respect the person and the people. Um yeah, it, it comes. It can come out, you know, when you're saying it, and if you don't think about it, it can, you you may not think of it that way. But to someone who's experienced it, it could be triggering to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, um, thank you for that example because I, now I know I can correct myself. I don't even need to talk about it if I hear anyone else say it because I, I've never heard that before. And 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 yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm guilty of saying committed suicide because that's just like the what, what i've always known as the mainstream terminology for it so and and not i i, I wasn't doing it on purpose but uh thank you for sharing that at least now now i know i can correct my own behavior right now and uh right. i definitely no, learned something well, new of course that's kind of like the whole the whole thing because we're talking about it right like kind of like how you guys said you're you know last year you and you did the um I know. I remember when you when this was happening in 2019. The Rock. What, the Rock out for mental health. Yes. Um, so you know that brings these conversations to the forefront. You know what I mean? Um, and and normalizes that people are having mental health. Mental health exists, right? Because yeah. a lot of the times people like to look the other way or be isolated and feel like they don't have that support. Um, so, you know, I mean, we wouldn't have known if you didn't ask and have the conversation. So that's why it's so important. Yeah. And I think that represents two things, right? Like having the conversation or having be having the willingness to have the conversation, right? Like exactly how you, um, 
how you brought that up is the exact way that we're going to get there is by opening up to one another. Um, and I think the other thing, particularly when it comes to my journey um, in learning and understanding more in the mental health space is that words matter and taking the time to understand the nuance to that, right? So I think last year, my, my big one was uh, living with instead of like suffering from or suffers with, you know, and include whatever disorder is there. And this year, right, like this year's um, step in the right direction is when it comes to um, suicide, how do you describe that and, th and how that can be, and I loved how you put that, like how that may be triggering to others um, and knowing what that terminology, um, um, the correct terminology around it, it just matters. It, it seems very like small and nuancy, but it's like words matter. Like they just do. Yeah, and like, it's a small thing that you can do from where you are and it can mean a lot to, to, to everyone. I think it was like last year I wrote something to someone who was trying to describe the event and I send it over to Megan and Megan writes me back like instantly and she goes, you got to switch that around. It's not the proper way to say it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so I reworded it and then suddenly she goes, that's it. It's proper. And I was like, all right. And it's like, you're like proofreading it. Cause I don't even know the proper terminology for all this. You know, I mean, honestly that that's, I mean, again, I'm in the field, but then I also, obviously with, with my personal life, um, that's something I, I'm very, I mean, I advocate, right? So that's something I hone in on and <laughs> no, but you're definitely not the only person I've ever corrected on it. <laughs> yeah. And I think the other thing, you know, to your point around folks not feeling comfortable or willing or, you know anything around the mental health space just becomes like stigma, right? Like that stigma causes your actions, you know, um, for folks who are like, Hey, like, you know, I recognize that there may be signs or symptoms. Like what is your counsel to them in terms of how do they take action there? Um, anything that you counsel folks on there instead of, you know, doing nothing because you're afraid to approach the conversation. Um, I mean, check in, check in with them, try and engage them. Um, you know, I, I just think it's important to make yourself present. Um, you know, I, you know, and for, I can say from my experience, um, after I lost my cousin, I mean, I have great friends. I don't know if Kane is in the background, Stewie, but he's in the other room. But anyway, <laughs> I had great friends, right? So I, my friends checked in all the time. You know, they were present. You know, I was in crisis, right? But like, just being there for support, right? So if someone just went through a loss or something, you should definitely just make yourself present. You know, uh, don't be scared to, you know, maybe don't ask specific questions about the actual loss. Say, hey, um, how you doing? You know, hi. <laughs> how are you today? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think you're spot on because we did the um, 
the mental health first aid training last year. And I, I kind of like, you know, you're going through the training and stuff and you're like, oh, these are words that I have in my vernacular. But I think like the stigma, the, um, the fear that you have, like you're, you're like, I don't want to upset them. I don't know, but I want to be there for them. But folks may, you know, be paralyzed and then they don't do anything. And it's like, well, that's definitely not it. So like, I loved your counsel about like, be present check in, just engage, like, you know, like we know how to be human, you know, at the end of the day and like, you know, know that that alone is truly valuable. It's not about being right, but it's about being there, like showing up. Yeah. And, and, and to, to your point of just checking in, uh, it it just made me think about like, how, how did I end up in conversations that, that were in the, that were in this or led down to these type of conversations? And, you know, just being willing to listen, you know, um, made other people just open up, you know, and, and I, I found myself in situations where I just, just hey, how are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And then just being willing to hear more of, of, of maybe what they're going through. And maybe the conversation led there where I didn't even think it was going to start there, though. So, um, yeah, I, I could relate to your counsel of, of checking in. But also uh, the only thing I guess I would add is, is being willing to listen and, and listen through, you know. Listen to hear, not listen to respond, you know, because, uh, right. um, yeah, yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. And then um, I know that you were talking about earlier around um, before we started recording, for those of you who are like, no, we didn't. Um, <laughs> we were talking about that there are there for folks, you know, outside of folks that are impacted by, but folks that may be in crisis, that um, there are hotlines that you can call. Um, why don't you tell folks about that and, and what's to come? So there is the 1-800 number, right, Stu? Yeah, it's 1-800-273-8255. And then as of now, you can text TALK to 741741. If you're ever just in need to talk to somebody here in crisis, help, or just in one of those positions that you don't really don't want to be in, or you know someone, that's um, those are the two numbers that are available now at the moment. And then you want to tell Megan about the the three number? Yeah. So as of uh, July 2022, I believe, don't quote me on this, maybe July 16th, 2022, uh, they rolled out uh, 988 which is from the National Suicide Prevention, um, and that is to call when in crisis. Yeah, and that'll be so the national. So like 911, obviously anyone can use 911 as well. We won't forget that either, but. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. forget that one. No, I, I love how you did that, Mike. You're like, but wait, there's more. Megan, <laughs> tell them what they have. <laughs> I love that. Well, guys, this has been so great um, chatting with you, getting to know you guys a little bit more, um, being able to be a little bit more envious of you, Megan, going to the new high school. Um, <laughs> try not to bring that one up. Listen, um, I was just happy I didn't go to Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Now you're. Now we're back. Now we're back. <laughs> you're truly, you're truly a beacon knight if you knew that Lords was not for you. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but this has been so great. Um, I want to just give you guys the space to plug any websites, numbers, but again, we'll have all that stuff in the show notes. If people want to reach out to you directly, um, let us know how they can get in touch. Okay, so it's just the AFSP.org, which is the overall website where anyone can get resources. They can find a local chapter. They can even find our Hike for Hope on there with a couple clicks. Um, and then there, right when you go to that website, they also have the 1-800 number on top along with the, the text number. Yeah, and if you see any sign or uh, sign or postcard out there, there's a QR code that has our phone numbers on it, our emails. Uh, it brings you right to the site as well. And, yeah. You Come and hike. You, you want to make them work for that? You don't want to shout out your guys' emails and phone numbers? Okay, so now my find the QR code first. I'm not going to use my email. So my email is M-E-G-A-N-M-C-C-A-B as in boy E-89 at gmail.com. So Megan McCabe, 89 at gmail.com. And my number, am I giving my number over? Stu, you give your number. I'll give my number. I'm a therapist. Uh, I have to have boundaries. All right. My number is 845-554-6604. I'm just I love not doing this my email. Team. Yeah. I love the tag team. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I like how Mike's like, and if you can find our QR code that you yeah, can't you can from here. Cavender hunt. <laughs> 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 we should get like a big spotlight for like the night before the hike. You know, this is where we're going to be. Come find us, you know? <laughs> like, like the Batman call? Yeah. yeah. You know? Come on. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So for folks that are out there, hopefully we see you at the hike, the hike for hope um, with or without a team. You know, don't feel like you're obligated with or without a team. Um, and again, everything that we plugged, we'll make sure that everything's in our show notes. So uh, before we go, we do have one last question for you all. Who's going to take this, Brianna? Oh, I never did it before. So we put ourselves on the spot, too. So you guys don't have to feel yeah. like you're in the hot seat. Look, at, we do it to ourselves. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we ask every guest. Um, so essentially, we kind of think of ourselves as the Avengers of our communities because each of us have a special skill that's that's unique and brings value. Um, and, you know, the, the sum is, is greater than just the parts. Um, so, you know, when you're thinking about what you do, um, what would you say is your superpower? Oh, I don't really know. This is going to be boring. I mean, I don't know. Or maybe maybe we should switch it up. You guys give each other superpower. So, Megan, what do you think Mike's superpower is? Um, Being one of the nicest people ever. Thanks, Megan. Nice. <laughs> the power of compassion. Yeah. Now, Megan... What, what about Megan? Um, I know if you really want something, you're going to get it. So persistence there, you know, <laughs> and if you got a goal, you're going to reach it. So I would say that. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. This is a great exercise. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> 
You can use it tomorrow in your meeting. Yeah, I love, I, you know, really, I love that. I think like you two, like you are like the heart of Beacon, like you represent everything that, you know, the values of our community, right? Like you saw a need, you got into action, you're doing everything you can from where you are, you're being, you know, that persistence is coming through Megan, Mike, like compassion. Are you kidding? Like, look at the space that you're in. Like, I'm sure you allow folks, you create the space for folks to feel comfortable, which is like huge. Um, and I can't thank you guys enough for, for pouring that in here into our community. Like this is a national organization, but you've really done an amazing job to like pull it down, localize it and activate right here in our own backyard. And like, I cannot be more proud of the, of what you two are accomplishing and, you know, and what you're doing for everybody here in the community. So you should feel really good about that. And, you know, I'm just already, I'm looking at the two and I'm like, and what's to come, you know, <laughs> like you think it's hard work already, but like, it's going to, like, I could just see like the passion in the both of you and it's going to snowball and it's going to be amazing. So thank you so much for checking in with us and sharing your heart and your efforts with us here today. Well, thank, thank you, you for so much us. for having us and thank allowing you. us to talk about everything and promote Hike for Hope. That's right. That's right. Thank you guys very much. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, you, you, you can always be a return guest. Uh, we got other stuff to talk about. So don't be a stranger here at This Is Beacon. All right. Definitely not. You but hey, before you go, we have a quick ask of you, our audience. If you've been enjoying this podcast, here are some ways you can support us. You can subscribe, rate, and review this podcast right now. You can share or tell a friend about this podcast, which can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And here are some ways to support us. If you would like to sponsor an episode, reach out to imbeacon.info at gmail.com. And if you just want to support our efforts in the community, visit our website, www.imbeacon.org to submit a donation or send us a check at P.O. Box 265, Beacon, New York, 12508. You have been listening to This is Beacon, a dynamic duo high-five production in association with I Am Beacon, a nonprofit organization.